This is the Mainly Plants Podcast. My name is Ryan Furman. I am a certified plant-based nutritionist and personal trainer. The website is mainlyplants.com. Social media is at mainlyplants. You can get a hold of me through direct message, through social media, or you can email me, ryan at mainlyplants.com, or you can just hit the contact area of mainlyplants.com. What else? What else? What else? Um, I feel, oh, Amazon shopping. You guys are using Amazon. Amazon, um, if you can go to mainlyplants.com slash Amazon, it'll take you right to Amazon. It just helps me out a little bit uh, when you purchase something so I can keep the podcast going for free. That is it for housekeeping. So <clears throat> this week, I wanted to do something that I said I would never do. I am going to be talking about uh, a little bit of the ethical side when it comes to factory farming. Now, for the last 60-something podcasts, uh, and since day one, I've always said I wanted to keep the two separate. I want to keep health separate from <clears throat> from the, the abuse and the cruelty to animals. And that's true, I do, but they do tend to overlap in some areas. And I've gotten some requests to cover this a little bit. So if you don't want to hear about the cruelty and abuse, which I think that you should, um, then you might not want to listen to this podcast. But I I strongly urge you to listen to it because it's important to know. It's important to not just uh, turn a blind eye. You know, there's a quote, famous quote, that is, if slaughterhouses had glass walls, everybody would be vegan. And that's true. Uh, At least I, I I would think that it would be true. There's a reason that you know people aren't watching videos like that. You can find them on YouTube. You can find you know slaughterhouse footage or you know uh, dairy farm footage, but it's heartbreaking. And if you do or if you are interested in it, I would highly recommend uh, a couple movies. One would be Food Inc. because they do touch on some of the abuse. It's kind of a, a good lead-in to that area. The other would be a movie called Earthlings. And you can find Earthlings for free on YouTube. It is a very, very, very difficult movie to watch. It took me like five tries to get through and uh, a couple boxes of tissues. It is, it's, it's horrendous, but it's important to know what goes on. Because only when we know what goes on are we able to make a stand to it. Are we able to do something about it? Are we able to, to make the choice to say, hey, along with my health, I'm concerned about the life of another human being, or not, life of another being um, that does feel pain and it, you know. So anyway, let's get into it. Um, I'm just gonna read off uh, some, some uh, facts and uh, maybe elaborate on it. I don't know how long this podcast is gonna be, you know, I can I can wax poetic all day about nutrition. When it comes to cruelty and abuse, it's a little harder to. So let's get into it. The majority of chickens raised on factory farms have their beaks cut off. Now, according to the United States Department of Agriculture, 36.8 billion pounds of chicken were raised and slaughtered for consumption in 2013 alone. That's a lot of chickens. Since these animals are kept to live in such close quarters, 
A lot of farmers remove the beaks from the chickens by clipping or burning them off to avoid the chickens from pecking each other to death. Um, a lot of times when chickens get stressed, they will peck each other, they will peck themselves, and they, they will even cannibalize each other. Uh, many people claim that this practice causes no harm or pain to the animals. Uh, however, a number of chickens die from this process. I can't imagine that having a beak cut, let alone burnt off, is painless. Um, it's horrendous to think about, and you know they're not using anesthesia uh, to do this. And it's, it's horrific to think about. <clears throat> Male chicks that are born serve virtually no purpose to the egg industry, so they are sorted from the females and ground up on the same day that they are born. Um, like me, I'm sure that you've wondered, why don't they just raise these chickens for meat? Well, egg-laying chickens are actually different from chickens that are used for meat. Chickens, are, chickens used for meat are known as broiler chickens, and they're bred specifically to be factory standard size and are usually slaughtered around two months of age. This factory standard size makes it easier for the chickens to be put into the machine that is used to slaughter them. Now, although this machine does miss a few from time to time, and these birds are sent to the next step of the mechanical separation uh, while still alive, um, you can find videos on YouTube of basically just a conveyor belt and uh, just a bunch of people picking the chicks up and looking, uh, I'm not an expert on this, to determine if they are male or female. If they are male, they're put back onto the, the conveyor belt. The conveyor belt just dead ends and drops off into a grinding machine. So these chicks are, day, same day they're born, ground alive. Uh, it is very upsetting and seeing the video is even worse, but again, you know, when you say, when you say, hey, you know, I'm, I'm lacto-ovo-vegetarian, so I don't contribute to the abuse of animals, it's wrong. Uh, milk aside, the egg industry does, is abuse. There is a lot of abuse there. You know, if, first of all, if you think that, that uh, you know, taking a, a, a newborn chick and grinding it up while it's still alive is an abuse, I don't know what is. It's, her, it's terrible. You know, you, you look at a chick, they're so adorable. You know, for, I'll be, to be fair, uh, adult chickens are not the prettiest things in the world. You know, I love all animals, but aesthetically they're not. But a chick is so fucking cute. Those little gold yellow feathers or like little hairs everywhere. They're adorable. I can't, I mean, listen, if you wouldn't do it yourself, throw one of these into a grinder, then you shouldn't be contributing to an industry that does. That's what it comes down to. Uh, moving on. The term that comes across as ethical free range isn't at all. And in some cases, it's worse for the overall well-being of the chickens than being kept in cages. When you see the term, quote-unquote, free range, you may get a picture in your head of, you know, these happy chickens roaming free through these green pastures. And that's exactly what egg and chicken suppliers want you to think so that you can feel good and okay with making that purchase. However, it's very far from the truth. There is no government certification required to boast the label as free range um, for egg laying hens or broiler chickens. Uh, this means that when eggs or chicken meat is labeled as free range, this only means that the chickens were not kept in cages. 
They were, however, kept inside these gigantic warehouses, cramped together so tightly that they can't even spread their wings. Uh, this is depicted very well in Food, Inc. Uh, you know, free range, again, doesn't mean that they're outside clucking around these pastures. They're just not kept in a cage. They are crammed together in this dirty, disgusting warehouse that is usually littered with dead chickens that cause disease and there are rats roaming around and these these chickens are so um, enhanced with with growth hormones that they their legs can't support them so they're sitting in fecal matter they're sitting you know on top of each other on top of dead chickens and they can't move so free range does not mean cruelty free uh, moving away from chickens Newborn calves are taken away from their mothers almost immediately after birth. Now, can you imagine carrying something inside of you for nine months, going through painful labor, finally getting to meet your newborn and then having them taken away from you uh, as little as two hours later? Well, I got to sneeze. Excuse me. Now, as you can imagine, this can be quite traumatizing for a mother cow as well as her newborn calf. Calves born of dairy cows are not even allowed to drink the mother's milk. Ironically, that milk is for human consumption only. So again, when you say that you're that you don't eat meat, but you, or that you don't eat meat, but you eat cheese or you have whatever dairy, you are contributing to the pain and suffering of a living thing. Um, where was I? Uh, the babies are then fed a nutritional supplement. The mother cows will cry, and there's videos of this, cry and wail for days and days and days because they don't have that bond with their newborn calf. Now, they often go into depression and lose weight from this ordeal. And studies have shown that this gets particularly harder each time the cow gives birth. So imagine, what happens to a dairy cow is it's artificially inseminated, so basically, for lack of a better term, raped, gets pregnant, and then it gives birth. Gives birth, the baby's taken away. The mother's then taken to a machine where it's hooked up to just be milked pretty much constantly. And then once that dries up, the process repeats for that that uh, mother cow. And a, a cow can really only do this about three times before they are put to death. So you're looking at about three years old, give or take. Naturally, a cow can live 20 years. So, I mean, it's living a seventh of its life because we want to drink another species baby formula. It just doesn't make sense, and it's horrible. You know, cows are, are intelligent. They do feel pain. Um, they do have a strong bond with their babies. And, you know, let alone what the baby goes through, you know, there, there's also, you can also see uh, the baby, the baby calf, you know, if it's a male, because if it's a dairy farm, they don't, they're not in the business of selling male calves to the, the beef industry, they will essentially just die. Um, and, and you can see these mass graves of just fat tractors just dumping, you know, baby cow bodies into these ditches. It's awful. 
and again, it's important that we know this because a lot of people think that just because they eat eggs and they don't eat they don't eat uh, chicken, they don't eat you know they don't eat flesh, that there's no suffering involved. But it's not true. Uh, more than eighty percent of the antibiotics antibiotics used in the United States were fed to livestock. My dog's pacing here. Can you hear him? Um, okay, the statistic is shocking. And it's pretty sickening. The thought of so many antibiotics used in livestock is perplexing, right? Um, because these factory farmed animals are forced to live in such inhumane and disgusting, disgusting, dirty conditions, these antibiotics are needed and in such massive quantities to try and keep the animals healthy. And if that's not shocking enough, the majority of these antibiotics are specifically administered to artificially increase rapid growth. Now, it's important to note that everything these animals are eating travels through to people who eventually eat that animal. It's like that old saying, you are what you eat. It's like I was talking about last week with Vinnie Tortorich. And he's talking about um, GMOs. Most GMOs are fed to livestock, and you are going to get... The results of that because if you eat the livestock then you get everything that they ate so antibiotics you know they don't just disperse and disappear especially not so soon you know you have to remember a lot of these animals are being are being cold while they're not very old and they're being pumped with these antibiotics for their entire life to keep them healthy from the these diseased conditions in these farms so you are eating that if you're choosing to eat animals. Um, calves that are bred for veal are kept in tiny, very dark containers called veal crates. Uh, and they're kept there for their entire short lives. Now, because newborn calves that are male are not useful to the dairy industry and are considered a byproduct, like I said, are either, either killed off or they are kept in these crates. And these crates are no more than 30 inches wide and 72 inches long. So I'm 6'2", 6 feet is 72 inches. So you're looking at 6 feet inches, 6 feet inches, 6 feet by what? A little uh, over 2 feet, 2 and a half feet. 2 and a half feet by 6 feet. For a calf, it's not very big, and a growing calf. Now these crates are so small that the baby calf has no room to move around and um, and oftentimes they're held down with these chains to ensure that they don't build muscle and that their flesh stays soft and tender. The calves are fed a diet that consists only of a synthetic formula so that their flesh will be pale and anemic, which is desired by consumers in the, in the veal industry. So when you're eating veal, you're eating a baby calf that was tortured and abused and uh, basically kept in a coffin. Imagine being born <clears throat> and kept in a coffin. Imagine being the age that you are now and being kept in a coffin. It'd be horrific. It'd be terrifying. I can't even imagine. I already have claustrophobia enough. You know, I've had to get a couple MRIs where they've had to put me in, you know, all the way to this little tube, and I freak out. I can't imagine living my life in there, my short life in there. 82% um, of cows used for dairy production have their tails cut off. And the tails are docked from um, one of a few different processes that are, that are um, including but not limited to 
uh, carterizing dock irons, which means burning. Um, application of elaster bands, which means that it's basically a rubber band, big, big strong rubber band that's put on the tail that stops the blood flow so that the tail dies and falls off. Or uh, it's removed surgically. Now the reason that this procedure is performed is to create an improved comfort level for milking personnel, um, a reduced incidence of mastitis, and allegedly improved quality of the milk and milk hygiene, which I don't understand. So they're cutting off cows' tails, and half the reason is uh, just for the comfort of the of the personnel that work there. And now we move on to pigs. So. Pregnant sows are kept in very small, small cages and are unable to even turn around. Now, each year, millions of pregnant sows are kept in cages that are referred to as gestation crates. Now, these crates are a cost-cutting measure that keeps the pregnant pigs immobilized. Now, these crates have slatted concrete on the floors so that manure and waste from the pregnant pigs can easily just fall through into these gigantic pits underneath. Now, shortly after giving birth, the new mothers are then moved to what is referred to as farrowing crates, which are very similar to the gestation crates, except that there is a bit more room to fit the small piglets so that they can nurse. Now, the entire lifespan of a sow is in a tiny cage, just big enough for it to fit. Now, think about that for a minute. This whole process is so inhumane that it's actually banned in the, the UK, in Sweden, and in some states. And you can see pictures of this online. And you need to remember, cows or sows, uh, pigs, are more intelligent than dogs. Would you keep your dog, your pregnant or nursing dog, for its entire life in a metal and concrete cage, crate, where it just pisses and shits and that falls through the floor and just have to still live in this and it can't move? And again, if you're eating pork, you're contributing to pain and suffering. There's no such thing as, you know, humane meat. You know, even if, let's put it this way. Even if, even if the, the pig or the cow or the chicken, let's say it is a magical farm where they can roam in these green pastures. Well, you're eventually taking it and slitting its throat. Is that humane? Would you want that done to you? No. So why do it to something else when we don't need to? You are, you, let's think about it this way. You are killing the life, you're taking the life of something. For what? A 15 minute meal that's going to pass through your body in 12 hours? Does that sound, does that seem right? Does that seem okay? Is that okay with you? To, and, that, and that's the best case scenario, which doesn't happen. The reality is that these animals are tortured, are, are kept in inhumane conditions their entire life, all day, every day. And again, these aren't just, you know, amoeba. They're not, you know, uh, these brainless beings. They, they feel pain. They feel sorrow. So they're crying and they're, they're depressed their entire life and then they get killed just so you can have a quick meal. It's awful, awful to think about. 65% uh, of hogs tested on factory farms <clears throat> had pneumonia. 
Now, researchers believe that this is due in part to the massive amount of manure that these pigs are excreting every single day while being confined to these small concrete cages that are indoors. Uh, there's a reason that we don't live in sewers. Uh, fecal matter causes disease. So, and this is people's food. People eat this stuff. Almost all of the cattle raised on factory farms for the purpose of consumption are fed a diet that consists of GMO corn. Now, cows are naturally meant to eat grass, and I touched uh, a little bit on this last week. Now, this is alarming for a few reasons. One being that this is entirely unnatural, and cows have evolved over millions of years on a diet of grass. Um, the process of digesting the corn is so unnatural to their digestive systems that if it's not done properly, it can actually kill the animal, especially if the animal is not being fed a copious amount of antibiotics along with it. So why this switch? Why corn and soy and not grass? Well, it's faster and it's more profitable. 75 years ago, a cow would live to be four or five at the time of slaughter, and today they're less than two. Now, after hearing all this stuff, a lot of people will think, yes, this is terrible, but what can I actually do to stop this? It's just how things are done. But you always have a choice, and it's up to you to decide what you're putting in your body and where you're buying it. Now, um, there are a few more facts that I want to touch. The male pigs, they don't want them reproducing unless unless they are. So typically when, when, when livestock reproduces, for cows, they artificially inseminate, they clean the, the sperm, they know exactly what it's, you know, that's, there's not going to be any defects. They, uh, when it comes to pigs, they, you know, can choose who, what pig mates with each other if they're allowing it naturally or otherwise they artificially inseminate. And they have a stockpile of semen. And they don't want cows, or they don't want the pigs reproducing on their own. So the male pigs will be castrated. And the way they do this is they will take the little baby piglet and they will twist and pull his testicles off. No anesthesia. You could, there's videos of this online. I'm not lying. You can see this. And it's disgusting and it's horrific. And these pigs are, piglets are crying because they're getting their testicles ripped off without any anesthesia. I, I can't, I think this is the way that I feel. And this is my own personal, this is my own personal um, feeling. I think that we would have a lot more serial killers and rapists and just generally depraved humans uh, in prison if there were no such things as factory farms. I think that you have to be a sick individual to be able to do this to something. I think that you have to be sick to watch a cow go into a contraption and have its throat slit and then just, you know, shoveled off the next one come in and you're okay with that. I think that you have something wrong with you if you can hold a bolt gun to a calf's head or a cow's head or any animal's head, pull the trigger and just have it die. Um, I can't imagine taking that kind of a life, you know, let alone a human life, 
but it's like you know you 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 see the way that things are done now, and and how most of us consider it okay, and it's like humans have just turned into monsters. It's it's just it's just so hor- horrifying and horrific. You know, once you actually have your eyes open, you see what goes on on a daily basis, and and you know millions and millions of 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 uh, of animals every year are killed this way and live in these conditions. You know, I was raised Jewish and my grandparents on my mother's side went through the Holocaust. And, you know, you see images of humans in concentration camps and the, the horrific conditions and, you know, I don't want to make light of that. I don't want to discredit that at all because it's part of my heritage and it's something that I take very seriously. But it's being done now. And as a Jew, it, it means even more to me to have this stop. It's even more grotesque to me that, that this is allowed to happen. There is another Holocaust going on. It's just with a different, it's just not with humans. You know, you have to decide if, if your moral conscience will allow you to be okay with this. Are you okay with these animals getting tortured and and murdered in these horrific ways? I guess that's up to you. I can't make the decision for you. I just hope that you will open your eyes to what's going on so that you can make an informed decision. Just like when I talk about health. At least be informed and then make your decision. You know? Um, there was a there was a, um, a a study done that showed that hog, chicken, and cattle waste has polluted thirty five thousand miles of rivers in twenty two states and contaminated contaminated groundwater in seventeen states. So it goes beyond you know the cruelty of the animals, but it goes into the earth. You know, it goes it's a global impact as well. I don't know. I mean, I, I wanted to be quick about this podcast. I wanted to, you know, I could talk. I, I could I could, I could, could give you a lot more gruesome facts, but I really would prefer you to see it. I, you, could, you know, hearing somebody talk about it is one thing. Seeing it will really shake you to your core. So please, please, please go watch Earthlings. It's on YouTube. Um... They talk about everything. Even they even they start off with um, euthanasia in the animal shelters, which I think is important also because you want to uh, encourage people to adopt pets. I, my pooch that's laying down next to me, I adopted him from an animal shelter. You know, every every animal adopted is a life saved. So anyway, uh, that's a whole another tangent that I don't want to get into. But please, 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 please go watch Earthlings. I beg you. Um, questions, comments, concerns, let me know what you thought. Email ryan at mainlyplants.com. And until next week, go eat a salad.